Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome back. Here we are. Okay, so we're having a little bedtime moment because it is so hot in Georgia. And both of the kids are here. My husband's watching them while we record. And, like, we need, like, a quiet room. Mm. And honestly, like, I don't have an office room. So we're just making it do what it do. So welcome back. I'm so sorry, y'all, that I have not been on the podcast for a few weeks. To be honest, I have not left the state of Georgia in seven years, so I went on a parent's getaway with Gavin. It's my feet dangling in the back for me. (laughs) So I went on a parent's getaway with Gavin. We went to New York City, and then we went to Atlantic City. So, you know, I just, I I really needed to enjoy that. We both did. We deserved that. Um, And then after that, what happened? What was going on? Oh, I think I had just gotten back or something. I don't really know. But anyways, um, it was definitely not for uh, a crazy reason. It's just the fact that, you know, I was out here doing things. Okay, but <laughs> I want to hear about the experiences, bitch, because I've never been to New York, so. So, okay, so we, I've never, this is the first time I went to New York. Honestly, we had a blast. I would say it was a 100 out of 10. There's so much to do. Um, y'all know I love to shop, so, like, there was so much shopping to do. Um the stores and like they're just they're huge there's like so much more like inside the store different clothing way more clothing like I can't really even explain it other than the fact there was so much shit to do we didn't even know what to do like we didn't even know where to begin when we woke up so um we had we really did have a blast I mean we even went to um what the fuck is it called Times Square, and we watched mm. a movie. I think it was called Top Gun or something like that. It was a really amazing movie, honestly. It was really, really good. Um, and honestly, like, we just relaxed. Like, we didn't really have any plans. We just went there um, and kind of, like, let life tell us what to do. Um, I mean, the food is amazing. What did you eat? 
Like we went to this place called, what was it called? This was my favorite place. Something meets, um, great meats or something like that. I don't really know. Anyways, um, I got like a salmon. Okay. And I know what you're thinking. Salmon, like really, but you know, I love fish. So no, I got, salmon's good so I got like salmon with like these roasted potatoes and like mm. the bitch, it was the best salmon and roasted potatoes I've ever had in my life. I don't know what the fuck it was, girl, but when they brought it out, it took, I literally, literally took a bite and I looked at Gavin and I was like, what the fuck is in this crack? I mean, it was so good. And like, it was over like, it almost tasted like potato salad, but like 20 million times better. The salmon was over like this potato salad stuff. Um, and it was about like $400 per meal. But like, we loved that. Like, it was so worth it because it was so fucking good. Um, and I am on day four of food poisoning. And I have no idea if it's because like going to New York and like eating such good food and then like coming home. I don't really know. Um, but it's, I do, I can tell you it fucking sucks. Like I, I literally thought food poisoning lasted for like 48 hours and I'm on day fucking four and like, I feel the exact same. Like I might not be shitting and throwing up like every fucking second of every day. Like I was the first couple of days, but like, I'm still not with it. I'm not in the game. Okay. I didn't know food poisoning lasted that long either. I thought it was like 48 hours. Anytime I've ever had it, it's been short lived like that. It's crazy. It's weird though, because Gavin had it too. And I swear it lasted like seven days. Like it lasted like a whole week, that which is horrible. Yeah. And so I'm just like going through the motions, but also like, um, okay. So New York was amazing. We, we stayed in New York for four days and then we went to Atlantic city. So we were talking and we were like, honestly, like, will we go back to New York? Absolutely. But will we go back to Atlantic city? Probably not. Um, just because like, I guess because we were in New York and there was so much to do. And then we get to Atlantic city and like in Atlantic city, I just felt like there wasn't really much to do other than gamble. Hmm. Um, and so we did that twice. We actually went to a comedy show, which was super cool. And it was interesting. I had never been to a comedy show. Um, I will say that it was much needed because to be honest, like when I think about it, like we really do this parenting shit. Like we really don't have help, if that makes sense. Like a lot of people have kids and like they have help like every which way. And like, we really don't like my mom gets the kids for us sometimes my mom will offer to get the kids and she will keep them anytime. But obviously like, I don't, I don't want her to keep the kids all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we love our kids and we're grateful that we can spend day in and day out with them. But like, so I guess we just really needed this because we have not been on a date, just the two of us in so long. So like a whole like parents getaway was like, it was honestly amazing. Like, I'm glad that we did that. Um, and obviously like my mom kept the kids for us. And so that made it easier to go on such a long trip too, because like we know that they were safe and they were happy. Um, I think that they had more fun than we did, to be honest, because the kids love my mom. They love going to Glee's. Um, and so we just needed that time. And I'm glad that we did that. Um, I will say that on the trip, um, I had a few anxiety attacks and I'm talking about like full blown panic attacks and if you don't know, I did come off of my medication and it's been a process for sure because I think when you're on an antidepressant for so long, especially an antidepressant as strong as Effexor, when you're on something so long, I think I was on it for like two years on and no, I was on it for two years. Then before that, I was like on and off for like a year. Um, so about three years I've been on this. And so like coming off, like I have stronger emotions, like I'm having to face my emotions head on and just kind of understand like who I am and what my emotions are because obviously 
you know, in the past I was always in addiction. So if it wasn't drugs or alcohol, I was always on like a, like a certain antidepressant and then effects or so. I haven't had the time to like deal with who I am and what my emotions are in my adulthood, if that makes sense. And so like, you know, it was a option for me to possibly either get back on it because I was having such bad panic attacks while I was away or get on something new. And so I actually went to my doctor. It was like an emergency doctor's appointment. And the first time they were like, we want you back on Effexor. So I tried to take it the first day I took it, fucking hated it because y'all, I've been off of it for like five weeks and then I took it again until my body was like, what the fuck? I didn't like it. Um, and you know, then they put me on Wellbutrin and then I got sick and I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. And so now I'm just like totally antidepressant free and I'm not going to sit here and say that it's like cute and gorgeous every single day because it's not like, it is super, super hard to get used to your emotions after not really having to feel them for so long. Um, but ever since we've been home, like I really haven't had anxiety like that. Um, I think it was the fact that I haven't left the state in seven years, um, being away from the kids for the first time. There was a lot of things that were playing into why I was having anxiety. Um, also, you know, being around so many people, like I don't think I've ever seen so many people in one place my whole life. So it was like very overwhelming. Um, so I will say that there's been a lot going on with, you know, the anxiety, the mental health situation, um, trying to get back into life after coming off of antidepressants. I feel like I'm rambling, but like I'm trying my best to explain this. So I'm, I'm hoping that no, it's coming across wrong. in a certain way. But yeah, so, you know, me and Cam had a conversation the other day and he was like, you know, the podcast, like they're getting mad because you haven't been on it, but like. Y'all, I love y'all very, very much, but like I needed to go on this vacation. Like I really did. I have not taken a vacation in so long. Like I've literally been nothing but a mom day in and day out, working day in and day out. Like I work Monday through Sunday. Like I, I really don't get days off. So this was honestly much needed. So not only am I a stay at home mom, but like I also work from home. So like it's a constant thing every single day so like i really did need this and yeah it was time to break the routine you need to see something new but that's like you deserve that like honestly you have to switch up the routine you have like you you're here all the time you see the same things y'all y'all come home and like it's the same thing every day so it was it was time to change the pace see something new have some experiences because now i'm sure you yeah. made a lot of like core memories yeah and now you probably feel refreshed and you're like okay shit now i have something to talk about and like, I don't know, something to look forward to again. Yeah. And then in a few <clears> weeks, <throat> we're taking the kids to the beach because that was another thing that I was having a hard time with. I was like, I feel bad. Why is it that parents have this like parent guilt? I don't know what it is. And moms especially, like I always feel guilty about things. Like I can leave to go to the tanning bed and I am like worried about rushing to get back because I don't want to miss out on time with the kids. Like it is it's a serious thing. Like I'm a little bit obsessive with it. I, yeah. But I can't help it. Like I just always feel guilty. So like. Um, we are taking the kids to the beach in a few weeks, so I'm super excited about that. So we do have a lot of fun things planned this summer, um, and we have a lot going on. So I was thinking about this. So I've been seeing on TikTok a lot of people downing creators and stuff like that, saying like, oh my gosh, it's not a real job and all these things that I was doing, or I was doing my hair this morning or something. And I was thinking, I was like, honestly, I don't know how people can honestly think it's not a, a real job because I don't ever get a fucking break. Like if I'm sick, like I've had food poisoning for, for four days, I've had, I've had deals that I have no choice but to do. So like, for example, 
you, we have to do it no matter what, if we're sick or not, like that's just, we have to, but like, if I had like a regular job, I could be like, Hey, I can't come in today because I have food poisoning. But people really think this shit is not a job. Like we work Monday through Sunday. Like I'm telling you for the past six months, it feels like I don't even have a weekend. Like I'm dead fucking ass. Like, and then when I had the kids, because you know, I took Greenie out of daycare, she starts a new daycare on Monday. So I've had the kids. And so in order for me to like get, you know, jobs done, I have to make sure that the kids are sleeping. And like, sometimes I feel like I'm having to like rush through them because I have to hurry before the kids wake up. Otherwise they won't get done. So like, it's a, I feel like I never get a break. And so people like, it's, it definitely that. no social media is a job it, it i do hear a lot of people say shit like that too and it's um it's actually irritating especially like when family and stuff doesn't even think of it as a real job but it's like bitch i'm working all the time but that's what honestly like people say like you know i i work for myself now and a lot of people think that it's just so much easier but honestly like doing social media and working on the internet it is true like you're doing it all day like you might trade your nine to five in but now you're gonna be working 24 7 or you might not be like necessarily doing like labor you know like people like oh yeah you're not really working but your mind is constantly on go your mind is constantly thinking like ideas creating creating like what am i gonna say you know so and then you got to do ads you know there's a there's a lot of deals so um it's definitely a real job i have realized though that like I used to think that being on my medicine made made things more manageable for me, but I really don't think so. I think that like I just cried through a lot of shit on my medicine, if that makes sense. Like I remember one time we were doing a podcast and both of the kids were like crying and like I knew that oh, it was, yeah. I had a mental breakdown because I was sitting here thinking like people are going to be so fucking mad. But in reality, like my husband works. So like and Greenlee wasn't in daycare at that point. So like I ha- I don't I had to get work done while the kids were at the house. So like people just don't understand, like it really is a, it's a full-time job. And I just wish people would like give us more grace sometimes because honestly, sometimes I get my feelings hurt when people like think that I don't take things serious because sometimes I obsess over the fact that like, I'm not doing enough or I'm not trying hard enough. But at the same time, like I have two little babies that I'm raising. So like, it's fucking hard, you know? Um, and so I'm grateful for this podcast. I just hope people know that, like, I'm trying, bitch. <laughs> I, I really am, y'all. Um, but anyways, other than that, uh, what's new with you, friend? Mm. Um, actually, let's go on a break, and then I'll update the girls when okay. we come back. Um, so, girls, one second. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, girls. So... What's new with me today? I just had laser hair removal. I had my second um, round. You can't really. I didn't know tell. that was the appointment you were talking about. Yeah, girl. So they was they was zapping my face, and it's my face is a little bit on fire right now. It is. <laughs> Your yeah. face. It's tingling. <laughs> <laughs> but she's gonna be a bald and beautiful princess. So um, that 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 is you know um, um, a beautiful thought in my brain. Um, also going back to you talking about salmon. So, you know, I saw you ate that. Yes. So I, I, I was supposed to update you girls last week, but I, it slipped my mind. So I have been allergic to fish since 2014. Well, 2015. So I had a bone marrow transplant in November, 2014. And they told me that I could potentially develop new allergens and like my hair texture could grow back differently because of the new bone marrow was like from a donor so like now I have you know I'm basically a baby now I'm technically like six years old right now my whole immune system is brand new anyways so initially I didn't like develop a fish allergen yet but then fast forward like months after they released me and sent me home and told me I could eat whatever again I used to love Subway tuna now I don't go to Subway anymore oh my god no no ma'am but back in the day I would go to Subway all the time and I loved their tuna sandwiches. So anyways, I had a tuna sandwich one day and then I got really sick, really bad food poisoning. And I was just like out of it for a whole day. I was like feeling delirious and like um, lightheaded and like faint. So I was like, okay, maybe it was just bad tuna. A week later, I went to another Subway and same thing happened, but a little worse. Okay, so I said, fuck it. I'm not eating Subway anymore, period. So then I got like tuna in the can same fucking thing so then i was like bitch you can't have tuna fast forward months down the road i had fish sticks i got so fucking sick literally i was puking i was shitting water out of my ass for 20 for four days girl girl it was horrendous but it was just like i could not stop throwing up like every 20 every 10 to 20 minutes i was throwing up and it was like acid and like it was so i'm so sorry for the tmi but i literally lost like 10 pounds and so after that, I was like, okay, I can't have fish. And from then on out, I'd, I'd never had fish. And then I remember like a year and a half ago, we went to Longhorn and I tried shrimp for the first time in years and I didn't react. So I was like, okay, period. Maybe it's just fish, fish. And then I started trying more things. I started trying like calamari and like crab and none of those things um, affected me, but I was still so scared to try fish. And a few weeks ago, my brother had made salmon and I was, I just took like a corner piece. I was like, let me just, you know, see if I can like, if I get sick at all. And I didn't. So then I was like, oh, fuck, I want to try salmon. So anyways, needless to say, I tried salmon for the first time in like five something years the other day. And I'm very glad I didn't react, but I was very disappointed with that salmon because How it was is it that you shitty. were once allergic though and now you're not? Have, that's well, so I, I didn't have like 
major allergies like I, I wouldn't like my throat wasn't closing up like I didn't require an EpiPen thank God I, I probably wouldn't have tried fish ever again if that was the case but um it was just like major food poisoning so I don't know it would I, I think it'd be a little too coincidental for me to experience like six times in a row food poisoning from fish especially f since I got a reaction from like tuna out of a can so I don't know. I, I talked to my doctor about it and they were like, yeah, you very well could have developed a food allergy, but I never really had that confirmed with like testing, but um, not all like allergens are like your stereotypical, like your throat is closing up and like, you know, like some of it is like food poisoning. And so it was just like extreme food poisoning every time I ingested um, shellfish. And so I guess that's not a thing anymore. So I'm 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 willing to try more fish in the next few weeks. Um, but I am a little scared to I will say though that salmon is super hard to cook because like I've been to a lot of restaurants and ate salmon and like I was not impressed. When I went to New York, bitch, and I ate that salmon, I could not believe what I was putting in my mouth. I'm telling you, it was cooked right, seasoned right. I don't know what the fuck happened. And honestly, like I will not ever eat salmon that doesn't taste good as a matter of fucking fact if i go and eat a salmon that tastes like shit i will just simply fucking decline because <laughs> so, I, I will simply decline it was so good <laughs> it was so good girl I, oh my gosh i wish i could pull up a picture and show them on the screen holy shit it was so good <laughs> like no yeah and then we went to atlantic city and from eating this good ass salmon and gavin got fucking steak everywhere we went and that honestly looked good and as you may or may not know like i am eating meat again like oh yeah like i don't care anymore like i'm that's just that's news to me bitch yeah so for some reason ever since i came off the medicine like i'm just not really obsessing about what i eat anymore and i really think that that medicine had a lot to do with like obsessing about my weight and shit like that which is super weird because it's supposed to help with like bulimia but I never had bulimia so I always struggle with like an eating disorder but it was never bulimia it was always just like not eating enough or whatever so I think it was making um my thoughts worse to be mm. honest um but like with effects or you have to eat or like you will get fucking sick mm. but like I was just the obsession was insane so anyway yeah I am eating meat so like it, his Fucking steak looks so good. I was like, mm, maybe I'll just try a piece, but I never did. But um, after New York, we went to Atlantic City and I got a salmon and I was like, fuck this. It tastes like dog shit. Like nothing compares. Oh, and when we got to Atlantic City, we went to this fucking place and it was like a Chinese food place. And I was so excited because, you know, I love me some fried rice, right? Mm -hmm. I go in there, ate one bite and I simply declined. I had to decline. I had to leave because <laughs> I'm, I'm not fucking kidding. Damn, I am not a picky eater. I'm not a no, picky you're eater. Not. But this was the worst. You had to simply decline. No, it was the worst <laughs> fucking shit I ever put in my mouth. I was so fucking mad because I hadn't eaten all day. We've been driving. I get there and I was starving. Gavin was like, "Is it good?" And at first, I was like, "Mm-hmm," <laughs> because I was I was being a brat because I was so hungry. So I didn't want to be like a brat and then be like, "Oh, this tastes like dog shit." But like. <laughs> <laughs> no but it really did <laughs> so like i was already moody because i was hungry and he was like all right let's just get you something to eat so i was like mm -hmm. and it was so fucking bad so he got some like wontons or some shit i think and so he gets them and i was like is it good <laughs> and he was like mm -hmm. so both of y'all's food was disgusting and then for about five minutes, we just sat there in silence and we both go, what the fuck is this? It was terrible. 
It was so bad. We just didn't want to break the news to each other because we were already fucking hangry. Mm-hmm. So could you imagine spending $100 on food that was trash and then still being starving and then just being pissed off at that point and just not eating nothing? So you just go in starvation mode for the rest of the day. We were... We were living life on the edge, okay? So we end up, the, the dude comes back, he's like, how was everything? And I wanted to say fucking trash, but I was like, everything was very good. <laughs> Egg servers be like, it was scrumptious. I know, because you don't Delicious. want to be rude, because it's not the server's fault. But literally, the rice tasted like they cooked it in, like, a bonfire. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Tisha. A goddamn bonfire? <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> the, the rice. It, was, it wasn't burnt, but like it was smokiness to it. The, the taste was just. It's something out of a movie. Like, I can't explain it. So, anyways, I said. <laughs> so, we ended up paying and leaving. I wish I would have got a picture of the place because it was fucking garbage. Um, it was so bad. That the new people that were coming in, I wanted to tell them so badly, don't do it. Ryan. Just don't do it. Your, your whole day is going to be ruined. Um, <laughs> so, other than that, yet no food compares to New York. And I've starved ever since, to be honest with you. Because nothing, <laughs> nothing tastes good. The food there is insane. And, like, honestly, before we got there, people were like, oh, you're not going to like New York. Like, you're going to get bored all these things. I'm like, bitch, where? Like, I love it because people mind their own fucking business. Mm. For some reason, I've never met a person that can mind their own business. But when right. I went to New York, I was meeting so many amazing people. And by amazing people, I mean people that just don't look my way. We love that. <laughs> we love that. So we were literally walking down the street. And me and I literally told Gavin, I said, have you noticed that nobody gives a fuck here? He said, I know. I love it. Like, People are not going to look at you. I could literally be shitting in the street. People are not going to care. I've heard, I've seen so many videos like that where people like scream and no one even fucking bats an eye. No, I saw a girl like when I, we first got there, she was off the, she was off some shit. I'm mm. telling you. Mm. She had her whole titties out playing with them, like, like juggling with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. And in my head, I just kept thinking, so Greenlee's very aware of things. And so like when I'm in the shower, you know, obviously when you have kids, they don't give you your, you have no privacy, bitch. So she'll come in there and she'll be like, mommy boobies and start laughing. So I just was thinking if we would have brought the kids here and Greenlee would have saw that, Greenlee would have started busting out laughing, talking about boobies. So when I saw that, that's what I was thinking about. And then a couple of days later, I saw a whole guy with his dick out. And Gavin was like, did you just see that? I said, unfortunately. Like, what's going on? And so I texted my manager. I texted Brendan. I said, Brendan, I just want to ask you one question. Is it not illegal here to just show everything? Mm -hmm. Because I'm confused. Like, I don't want to see that. I I don't want to see dick balls and assholes and boot. Like, I just don't. I'm sorry. And he was like, honestly, it's a whole new world here. But, like, people just don't care. That's crazy. It was scaring me. Okay, but I think that's, like, just in cities, period. Because... I went to Atlanta a few weeks ago and somebody was literally pissing in a um, bus stop, cock out, pissing. And I was like, are you kidding me? And all my friends just walked past like. And then we got on the, um, we went on the, the train in New York. I think it's called something else, but I can't remember. No, I think it is a train, whatever. Like a subway? Yeah. And there, you see so many different people. And honestly, there's some things that I saw that were just kind of like depressing and sad. So like. We were on the the train and we were all smushed in there and there was like a pimp and a prostitute and you could just tell. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you just knew. And it was just sad. Like the guy was like dressed up semi-nice and she just looked completely like. Out of it. Just fucked. Like I'm talking about like barely had any clothes on. She was drinking a white claw and like just, it was, it was honestly just like crazy. Like I've seen some crazy shit there, but I, I do think that every city is like that. <clears throat> and you know, people shit on the trains and shit like that. It's just fucking crazy. But I will say it was an experience and I love it. And I love that people mind their own fucking business. I wish the, that energy would trickle down here to Atlanta. Cause I swear everyone's breaking their neck. And up everybody's fucking ass. It's the Southern hospitality. I hate that. I can't. No, that is so tea. It is, it's a Southern thing. Because even like old Southern fucking bitches, like that's all they want to do is sit around and gossip. Like I love my Mimi, don't get me wrong. But like she'd be asking questions about all my friends and like wanting to know all their juice and all their tea and drama. And I'm like, Mimi, that's none of your fucking business. Like I don't have to update you on like everybody's lives. Like I don't like what's the point? Because then like. I'll catch glimpses of like her talking about me to somebody and she'll be whispering to like, I guess her mother, my great grandmother. And I'm like, damn, y'all love to gossip. Like, fuck, it really is a Southern thing. Like, it's just, it it was hmm. um, definitely different. I will say that. Like I, I've never, I guess because, you know, we live in Georgia. So like we're used to people being like very nosy and like shit like that. And when we first got there, Gavin was nervous because he was like, I, he was worried that people were going to like stare at me and shit, you know, because you know how people are. People are just weird. And I mean, in Georgia, that's how people are. You can't even go to a gas station. And so he was like, and honestly, like nobody has looked your way. Like everybody just minds their own business and they fucking do. And then I got back to um, Georgia. We went to Mexican um, the other night. And this is the first time this ever happened to me. So like, we're just not really the jealous type. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know my husband's hot and he knows I'm a beauty queen. So right. like, we're, it just is what it is. Like, we're just, we're not jealous people, but there comes to a point where people are fucking disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, what happened? So we were at Mexican and we were eating. And for some reason, every time I turned, I, I kept seeing this like lady look our way. And so sometimes like I, you never really know if like they are about to come up if like they say oh are you on tiktok or something like that so sometimes like i don't really pay too much attention yeah so i turned back around and like it just kept on happening and gavin was eating and i noticed this lady and she was with her fucking husband and her kids and their friends and their husbands and their kids she was staring at gavin so much that i caught her looking over and she caught my eye and I look at Gavin, I said, have you noticed that that lady, mind you, she's like probably 10 years older than Gavin. Gavin's five years older than me. So um, I said, have you noticed that that lady keeps looking over here? He said, yeah, isn't that weird? I was like, it's very weird. It's weird that she keeps doing it. And then she caught me because I felt like somebody was watching. Like I always feel like somebody's watching me. So I turn around and I caught her eye and I said, I've never, you know, I'm not on effects her. So like, I don't hold my tongue. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, I just don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really, I'm not brushing things off anymore, if you mm-hmm. will. So um, I was like, you know, a part of me just wants to get up over there and go tap her on the shoulder or tap her husband on the shoulder. Like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that you're married, but your your wife here, did see Dana? She keeps looking over here. So what's going on? But I just, the disrespect, the disrespect. And then we had a conversation in the car. And he was like, you know, I've really have like people have done that to you before. And like, I just have to like brush it off. 
I said, yeah, but the difference is, is like she literally caught my eye. Like she was a fucking turkey neck, breaking her fucking neck. Like, yeah, at least she didn't like approach y'all though. Well, I mean, I know he's fine. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, other than that, it, that made me very appreciative for New York because people just mind their business. Right. It's it's disturbing when you're out in public with your family and your kids and you feel like Deborah is staring at you. I can't even eat my cheese dip because I feel like you're in my throat right now. So, <laughs> like, what the Back fuck? Back the fuck up, bitch. Um, but yeah, we love New York. Shout out New I, I want to go. I really do. You'd have a blast. Just want to let everybody know that if y'all are not from New York and you want to go, have your have some money up, girl. Let me tell you something. You're going to want to spin a bag. I blow a bag today. Hey, I'm serious because there's so much, there's so much to do in like so many stores and stuff. And we love options. I would go into bankruptcy. So I probably shouldn't go. They also like, maybe it just seemed like it, but I really don't think so. They like Nike and like Lululemon and like Gucci and stuff like that. Obviously, like we have that in Atlanta, but they had shit that like Georgia didn't have. Like more exclusive they had the, the shit. Exclusive top. Yeah. And they had and they had more of like their Nike outlet was like fucking six floors. Like there's just so much to do. So did we did we need to go into Nike and Lululemon when we have that here? Maybe not. But we did and we had to spin it back. And then we went to Gucci. We did. Mm. I it was we had to, girl. I said, you know, let's just go in here and just take a little look. Walk out a couple thousand later. But you know we it's the it's all about the experience, mm-hmm. um, and the kids got some little outfits. We got some shoes, and we're living for that. So I just want to say that just have a little bit of money, girl. Have a little money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will definitely be visiting again. I will. I really want to go during Christmas time. Oh my god, no! That's when I would go. That's like the best time to go. All the fucking Christmas trees and shit, bitch! I would be so happy. I would be fa la 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 la. Yeah, no, I really want to go during Christmas time. Ugh. But I think we need to take a little break because we haven't taken our second break yet. All right, so we'll be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, bitches, we're back. So, totally irrelevant to the rest of the episode but me and a friend were having a conversation the other day and this is just kind of like 
been something that I've been curious about and like I've had my I don't know it's just it's kind of unsettling so y'all remember Lo Anthony right Lo Anthony's video other we <laughs> okay so like what happened there's so many question marks and like I know like obviously people's privacy is very important and it's like you know, it's really at the end of the day, it's really nobody's business. I am just like genuinely concerned for his well-being. Like, I don't like there's not a lot of information out there. And like, honestly, some of his besties, like there's so many people out there who like were like really close with him, like made content with him regularly. And they have not spoken about it at all. And like, it just like genuinely is concerning and it's just like so weird if you think about it because this person like <clears throat> was like huge internet star and was like funny and right and like out very like unapologetically himself yeah and was just so sure and like of who they were you know at least that's how it, it, it we it, he was perceived yeah. and then now he suddenly disappears and then like the stuff that now that, that he's posed is like all like godly which is fine like gays can be godly yeah. but now he's like not gay and like just like his demeanor and the, the the few times that you have seen him it's like it's like unsettling honestly like it feels like something is like something wrong. like something traumatic happened and like i just i want to know like there's people who have talked about it but i don't think there's like been enough like awareness on it like, it's just like such a weird situation i i hope that like He's okay, but like, it's honestly it's crazy. I feel like sometimes the like when I look back on like how I used to feel on Vine. Remember when we first got friends, and I, I was like, I will never be on the internet again. Yeah, like I can't imagine being so traumatized by the internet that like I don't. I guess I shame the person that I used to be, and maybe I did do that. I don't really remember though. But like, I feel like that's been happening to a lot of people that have been on the internet for so long. Like the OGs of YouTube and Instagram and all these things like they're just, it's getting to be too much to them. And so they're just leaving in silence kind of like even Jenna marbles, like she posted a, a YouTube video and then like said that she wouldn't be back. And I, in the video that she posted, it honestly looked like she was just like completely and utterly traumatized by like what people were saying to her, because I think that there were some videos that had surfaced um, and maybe she had said like inappropriate words and like people just were not letting her, move forward from that and so it's kind of like sad i guess to think yeah, that but, people are so scared <clears throat> of the so traumatized by the internet maybe yeah but a lot of people they do leave the internet and they just like or they just stop making it a priority to like be a quote-unquote influencer or creator but they still like you know they'll uh, they'll occasionally have their update post which honestly like no one owes anybody any of that anyways but like you know, generally speaking, like there's there's been hundreds of people who left the internet and left that space, and that's totally fine. Like people move on, they have different aspirations, but like this particular case, like he literally made a 180 with who he was, and like <clears throat> he just doesn't seem himself anymore. Like you know, like some people they yeah. they leave the internet, but like they're the, still like the captions and stuff like that. It seems a like the, bit. the whole Instagram, like it has like three like godly posts. Which again, there's nothing wrong with like being godly or or being Christian or whatever. Um, but to like now be like anti-gay and like it just really seems like 
something extremely traumatic happened and I don't want to like be insensitive and seem like I'm like trying to pry into pry into like you know somebody's trauma I just want to make sure this kid is okay because like shit like it's just like such a like if you every bit of information that you can find out there it's just like unsettling it's just like there's so much up in the air and like you know I, I I've heard that like he's said about how, like, how his past like <clears throat> traumatized him and 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 he felt like that's what made him gay and then his gayness like made him addicted to fame and drugs and xyz um but like i don't know it's just unsettling honestly it's crazy because like i mean not to like obviously i don't know the kid like that and like you know we have different lives different stories everybody everybody's life is completely different but like I, you know, I've told you, I've told the podcast, like, when I was 14, I was taken advantage by an older man, like, a much older yeah. man, like, almost, in all, like, late 40s. That's not what made me gay, though. Like, I knew I was gay from way earlier on. And so, I don't know, like, the whole confer- conversion therapy, like, I, that's, I don't know if that's what happened, but, like, that's such a scary thing to think about. And he just is, like, seems like a completely different person. It's just, like... It's crazy and it's scary and it's happened. I feel like that's happened to a lot of people on the internet. I can't remember who, but I feel like there was something like kind of like that that happened a few, like when I was younger, like in elementary school or something. When like MySpace days were like a thing. Oh my God, MySpace. I wish we could go back to MySpace girls. Y'all remember MySpace? I used to like, when I was younger, my mom did not allow me to have a MySpace. Obviously I had one anyways. Oh, period. Yeah. And I used to love fucking MySpace. I love the the little audio that you could put on yes. your page when people were to click your page. Yes. And like the fucking text from the, the sky. Yeah. Oh I thought God. my MySpace page was better than everyone's and my music was top tier. Oh my God. No, our You profiles, couldn't compare to my profile. Bitch. Literally. Okay. Can we talk about MySpace? Because y'all, that was such an era. Do you remember some of your names? Like you posted on there, like I don't know. I wish I remembered my name. I know it was like a, a name that nobody could find because I wasn't supposed to have it. I was so obsessed with MySpace, and this is so embarrassing. I remember one name I had on there was Two Stepping on These Bitches." <laughs> that's so, and that's so you. That's so some shit you would say now. <laughs> Why was that my fucking name? But see, the thing is, is I would say something like that ironically now it wasn't <laughs> ironic back then yeah you were being dead i was being dead ass i went by dub c like girl stop okay so i was also so i was obsessed with myspace and i don't know if anybody remembers this but i used to love that little avatar game Mies. Mm. it was super popular and mm-hmm. like people would like talk inappropriate on there and i remember being like eight years old like yeah fuck everybody i'm a bad <laughs> bitch like i'm getting on here and i'm like talking like with people that are like 30 and 40 years old and at the time I thought I'm serious because you were playing with all these random people and probably like fucking pedophiles and I remember like thinking like I was a badass because I was on knees when my mom was at work that is okay and I when she would come home and I'd hear the door click and I'd get off real fast to cut the computer off and pretend like I was like doing laundry and shit like girl bye that's okay so I love how like this just the conversation just went all over the place but now it's like Makes me think like, okay, let's think about this. Growing up, our generation, there was not as many like regulations and like uh, privacy and like there wasn't as much on the internet to like keep us safe, you know? Yeah. And now that that, that like everything is heavily um, 
you know, censored and whatnot. But <clears throat> back then, now that you said that, how you were like talking to older people, it really just like made me remember like um, Stick'em. Do you remember Stick'em? Mm -mm. It, it's kind of like Omegle. It was like video chat rooms. But there was like, you can go into like different chat rooms with like multiple people. You can make your own chat rooms and like invite your friends. And like, it was a very public thing. Everyone could like join anybody's room or you make a whatever. But me and my friends would get on there and like, there was just always inappropriate stuff. And like, we did inappropriate stuff on here. We were like 13 years old. And I'm just like, also like, ugh. I just feel like back then there was just so much more out there to traumatize us. Yeah, I feel like, do I think it's better that we, the internet is more censored? I do, but I do also feel like there are certain things that I just haven't really understood. Like as a creator, you know, on Vine and stuff, we never had to worry about like our account getting deleted randomly. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, and like, Stuff like that. Like my TikTok has been, has accidentally deleted my account twice. Same. Well, and, it accidental. But. And then when they gave it back, they're like, oh, sorry. Like there was no violation. So sorry about that. Like that's weird to me because like I've been on the internet for 10 years and like I've never had a platform do that. It's just very awkward. So like even like trying to explain that situation to somebody, it just, it doesn't really make sense. Um, and I feel like I was talking to somebody about this today. I feel like the only platform that you know for sure is like kind of set in, set in stone and has kind of always been the same as Instagram. No, but no. They, but they've gotten a little weird about their posts Recently, too. yeah. No, you can't. I remember I shared something on my story last year and I literally first time I've ever got something like that. And they had said that my account was at risk of being deleted if I was continue to violate oh no 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 it wasn't my story you know that picture i was like this with my nails on my face yeah i had made the caption it was around halloween time and i said how about you come trick-or-treat this pussy but i put the s's with the dollar sign yeah didn't even spell really pussy and they took that down i reposted it but anyway you want to know what they took down on princeton's page what I posted a picture of him, obviously. Well, Princeton did. He posted a picture of himself. Mm -hmm. No, so I was on Princeton's account, and I posted a picture of him, and I put the caption, shake it's big fat booty. They removed it because I guess I said big fat booty, and they thought I was bullying. So they took it down. And so I remember thinking, what the fuck? So actually, um, a few years ago, back in my Vine era, when I thought that I could do whatever the fuck I wanted, I would post like all kinds of shit on Instagram, like explicit shit. I didn't give a fuck and bathing suits and shorts with my ass hanging out. Like I didn't give a fuck. The pictures are still up. Go look for yourself. So anyways, um, there was a picture I posted. It was like in high waisted shorts and like my butt cheeks were hanging out. Honestly, the picture was fucking fire. It was fire. Um, and it did really well. It really did. Um, I was looking very good. Um, it got deleted and they deleted my fucking Instagram because I guess it violated. I do remember that. And it was because I said something like, um, what I think about negative comments. And it was basically saying like, kiss my ass or some mm. shit. And they took it down. I didn't get it back for like a week. And then they gave it back and I was like, wow, thank you so much. Um, so yeah, I guess you're right about that. I did forget about that, but I feel but like it's no, harder. TikTok is definitely, it's, it's worse. Bullshit, yeah. Always. Like Instagram. <sighs> I feel like they're more lenient that. And they're also more, um, if you were to email them or whatever, they're going to get back at you. TikTok is ran by robots. Like when I was doing research on it, it's actually robots that do this shit. Robots go and figure out, they filter out the whole app. 
So like people's accounts are getting accidentally deleted because what I'm assuming is, so when you're on a, somebody's video and it asks you to rate the video and then it has you do like a questionnaire or a review on the video, if somebody doesn't like us or they just simply, you know, don't agree with us or don't like our content or whatever, or they're like, hey, I don't fucking like this video. They can put a bad review and then the robots are taking it as like we're doing something wrong and then they delete our account. There needs to be somebody managing the shit. I want to know why that's even a thing. Like, Okay, yeah. Censorship in this regard is shitty because like, ew, like we, we can't even say anything now. But like, I do see that all the time now on my For You page. It'll, if I don't engage with the video, like if I just like, because sometimes I'll watch a video, but like, I don't know the person. I wasn't inspired by the video. I didn't think it was that funny. So, But I still watched it. Or I follow the person, whatever. And it'll ask me, like, was this video... Did you like this video? Did you not? Was it... A, like, it'll ask you these things, like, was it offensive or was it helpful? The thing is, though... What? No matter what you do, people are not going to like you. So, like, there's people that follow you that don't like me. There's people that follow me that don't like you. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, nobody is... We're not going to ever have anybody in the world that says, hey, I just love these people. Like, not everybody's going to like the same person, and that's fine. And I feel like TikTok is, is kind of trying to get it to where, like, majority of people like the same people. Otherwise, you're off. And that's weird to me. Like, Vine was never like that. There's so many pe- There's so many different people and personalities. Like, there's even people that I follow that I don't really love their content. But I follow them because, like, they make content, you know, obviously, probably outside of their content, they're okay. But, like, or, like, I saw that they followed me and I followed them back. Doesn't mean that I like their content, though. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. Like, it just is what it is. I don't think that the review thing should be a thing. I can't No, tell that you. needs to go away. Yeah, people have told me all the time, like, why did TikTok just make me, like, rate and review your video? Like, what? why is that a thing? That's so weird. No, I hate that about the, the whole censoring. But, like, back in the day, bitch, there was just so much available, so much, like, nasty shit that we could easily, like, find accessible and like that is so scary to think about and i think that's why like a lot of us in our generation are fucked up going back to like the low anthony thing like i wonder if that even had anything to do with it like (sighs) it's just crazy girl but honestly i love today's podcast i feel like that was like my therapy session today for some reason well yeah bitch because you haven't been on in like two weeks yeah and so honestly like the podcast is almost over yeah. We have six more episodes and then you're doing you're doing a podcast by yourself. So, okay, well, wow, shit, just ripped the band-aid off. Right. Um, so that, that was I not supposed to do that? That is um something that is potentially happening. Yes. It is Yes, it is happening. So, when we wrap up this season, the show will go on, um but it will just be me. So I really want to make the most out of the time that we have together the last few episodes because I honestly like, you know, it's we've not had like a a, a perfect show and like I, the, the reviews, the reviews, we see them and like there's a lot that needs to be done into this show and like I've had a great time. Me as well. Learning more about each other and like I know like sharing with the world like it's been helpful for our mental, you know, well-being, you know? And that's the thing, like, a lot of the reviews recently have been, um, oh, the show started out great, and now, you know, they, they're not, like, they feel like we're not invested in it anymore, but, like... I also want to say this, though. 
Okay. And I'm going to try to say this in the, in, in a way where it's, it's not like, I'm not trying to make excuses for myself. Okay. But for example, you and me are in two different places in yeah. our life. Okay. Agreed. And what I mean by that is I have two children. Um, I have so much, um, I have so many projects that I'm working on, um, at different times and I have to get things in it, all these things. And I'm a stay at home mom. Um, I'm in the, in the, in the process of trying to get a house soon. So there's a lot of things that I want to have established before I commit to something like this again, because I don't think I, I really enjoyed the show and I'm so grateful for it. But I think that I didn't put it first the way that I should have, but it wasn't because I didn't want to, I've just been super, super busy. So I learned from this experience and I definitely want to, the next time that I move forward, I want to make sure that I am fully established so that I am fully prepared and able to commit 100%. Um, And I just, I hope that people can understand and respect that because I do have a lot going on. But also you, you had the, 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 we both had the best intentions when we started the show, but honestly, so I, I've always wanted to do a podcast and the idea arose and we we went for it now it was definitely something new for the both of us it was something that you were up to try but like never really thought too much about but like we had a lot to talk about so we figured fuck yeah let's like let's do this podcast we will be able to sit down and like share our stories and like hell yeah it's gonna be easy one year every week like well we won't be able to run out of things to talk about And for the first, like, I would say probably like 20, 30-ish episodes, like, we were on a roll. The feedback was incredible. We had so much to give you guys, so much to um, share because there were just so many different facets of who we are. And now, like, we obviously haven't ran out of things to talk about. But, like, as far as, like, in the beginning of the show, like, the, the, the motive of the show was to share with you, like, the listeners what it's like being a creator, our backstory, how we got to where we are. So it was like all in like a way to help people so they would feel inspired or feel like they're not alone. And now we've like ran out of some of those situations to talk about. And then people are kind of just like losing interest. But also, um, you know, a podcast is a lot of work. It is. And not only do you have to like put work into like the content, like this has to be done like every week by a certain day. Um, you know, obviously you you do ads throughout the show and stuff like that. And I don't know when you told me the other day that the reviews were bad. It really just upset me because I feel like I understand and like we hear you, but I feel like, are y'all understanding? Are y'all hearing us? You know what I'm saying? Not that they have to, but like, well, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, here's the thing though. I hear you out and I hear the, the feedback out because honestly, yes, we're very, we're both very busy and like, it does require us both being on the same page. It does require us to be available at the same time. Like, sure. But the listeners don't want to hear that because at the end of the day, we both signed into this deal and they're like, okay, well, regardless of what y'all got going on, like y'all could have, you know, there's really, there's really no excuse. And like, not saying that we're making excuses, but like it is what it is. Um, but it's been a learning experience for the both of us. It's something we both have no experience in. So it's like, and I think that also like, you're gonna, you're gonna have like more fun also when you do it too. Because it's like you and like, have you thought about like how you're going to do it? Or you just really haven't thought about that? Um, I have a lot of ideas. There's, uh, there's going to be a total revision. I mean, 
I don't want to give too much like juice because I don't want to like speak on things before they're like finalized, but it is um, in order for this to go through. I do have a lot of ideas. I want to have a lot of guests. I want to make sure that like the um, quality is top notch in comparison because like we had a lot to talk to talk about, but like I mean, we're literally in your bedroom right now, and we're using this fucking shitty little microphone that we got. Yeah, there's at a lot. Best of, Buy. That's what I was telling Gavin. I said there's a lot of things that like I feel like we thought we were gonna have, right? Because we were told, and then we got into something, and then right there's I can't say too much, and <laughs> so it was just a lot of disappointment, and then you kind of just like you're exhausted. And it sucks because like I do not like having to put in work and then like not really be 100% happy with it. And I really feel like if we. Well, we don't really we don't really have all the the, the, what we feel like would have been the necessary resources to give you girls the show of our dreams. But again, it, it was a learning experience for us both. And like. You know, there's there's always room for improvement. Like, yeah. you're going to go on and we're, we're still going to create content. We're, it's not like we're not going to be friends. We're literally sisters. Yeah, what? So, um, but. I just think that, you know, you have more time and stuff like that. And at this point, like, I need to get things more established. You know? Yeah. But. I'm super, I'm super excited for you. I think that it's going to be, it's going to be great. Especially with the guests and all that other yeah, I, I am excited, but I am nervous because, I mean, the solo episodes, like, I do enjoy doing, like, solo episodes, but it is, like, even more um, difficult to to maintain, like, my train of thought when I don't have, like, somebody to back go back yeah. and forth with. So, definitely gonna have to get some guests on there, but I, we'll see. You'll, you'll get it when you get it, girls. I promise you there is more coming, but... Um, Thank you for tuning in and bear with us. We love you girls. Hugs and kisses. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.